1: We are so glad you're with us today for Jesus, the healer. We have been teaching on faith that's released through praise and worship. And so it has been such a blessing because uh, if you're not careful, you can get behind in praising and worshiping God and not even realizing it. It's so easy if we're not careful to just slip into worrying instead of worshiping. Amen. Amen. We've been taking a statement that Brother Copeland made that is so, so rich, and he made the statement, when you pray, you lay hold of things, Mm -hmm. but when you praise, you win battles. That means this, don't try things that don't help you in the fight. <laughs> Fear doesn't help you in the fight. Right. It's not yeah. part of the fight of faith. Right. Amen. Yeah. Worry is not going to help you right. in your fight of faith, yeah. but praising will. Yes. Amen. Yeah. We've also been reading and looking at something that God said to Brother Norval Hayes. Now, Norval Hayes is a precious man of God who had a strong healing ministry. Is so, such wonderful teaching on faith. Yes. And he taught and emphasized about worship in the role of faith. Right. And so he went to heaven just a short time ago. Uh, But we don't want to let the revelations God gave us through him to slip. Just because the man's not here anymore, the revelations are still here. And we need to be a steward of those and do them. And so just to reiterate what God said to Brother Norval Hayes, he said this. He said, my children basically love me, Mm -hmm. but they live in poverty and sickness and defeat they don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship me enough. Yeah. Yeah. Or we could say it this way they don't worship God long enough for the anointing mm-hmm. to come into manifestation yeah. and break the yoke. Right. It's not worshiping God long enough to earn something, right. but it's long enough so for his power to come into manifestation. Amen. Amen. And then God went on and said to Brother Norval, He said, Teach my people to worship me more. Amen. Let me tell you Amen. something. People who worship get things that people who don't worship don't.
0: Amen.
1: Worshippers receive more. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's why he says, teach my people to worship me yes. more. If we'll worship him more, it'll keep us out of the wrong flow. Yes. Right. Yes. It will help keep us out of the wrong flow. Yeah. So he said, teach my people to worship me more. He said, I'm their God amen and they're my children if you'll teach my children to worship me more I will do great yeah. and mighty things for them for yeah. for who for worshipers yes, yes. Amen. Amen. amen and so all of his children should be worshipers amen, amen. Right. amen. Uh, we were talking about this on a previous episode is that uh, worship and praise it, it flows together. But there is a bit of a difference, a bit of an emphasis difference. And praising, you're praising God for what He has done. You're praising God for who you are in Christ. Mm -hmm. You're praising Him for what belongs to Uh you and the victories that belong to you because you're in Christ. Worshiping is more focusing on worshiping Him for who He is. Now, uh, He has made us the possessor of all of His blessings. Mm -hmm. They belong to us but just because they're our possession doesn't mean we're partaking of them. Praising turns us into partakers. That we not just possess these things but we're partaking of them. They're they're coming into place in our everyday life. And you say, well, can you possess something and not partake of it? You Mm -hmm. certainly can. You can have a a kitchen full of food and not be partaking of any of it. It can be in your possession but not partaking of it. Well, the blessings of God, the inheritance that belongs to us in Christ is our possession. Let's not just be content to possess it. Let's partake Amen. of it. Amen. And this is why Brother Copeland's yeah. statement is so enlightening for us yeah, yeah. because he said, when you pray, you lay hold of things, Amen. but when you praise, yeah. you win battles. Let's yes. say this, you take possession of your victory. Yes. Amen. 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 And so we need to realize that praising God and worshiping God holds a huge yes place in the faith life. When we're praising God, when we're worshiping God, we're releasing faith. Mm -hmm. That's one way to release faith. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is that our tongue has to be connected to our hearts. Mm -hmm. We have to mean it. We can't just out of religion say, I worship you. I praise you. I worship you. I praise you. And our hearts not engaged. Our hearts have to be engaged. Um, there was a, a precious minister that was in one of the, they were in a meeting and there it was a convention center and there were about 12 to 16,000 people, Christians there at this meeting. And this minister was standing around looking during the praise and worship and just looking at all the people because when you see that many and hands are lifted up and people are singing together in unison and And they said to God, God, isn't it wonderful to see this many people here Mm. worshiping you together? It was so uh, impressive to them. Mm. And when they said that, God said, look again. Mm. And when they looked again, God opened their eyes where they saw in the spirit realm. And they saw a shaft of light coming from this person here. A random person yeah. over here, a shaft of light, a random person over here, and just really a small number of shafts of light yeah. coming from the people, although the convention center was full of people. Yeah. Yeah. And God said, those are the ones who have entered in. Right. They, yeah. They're worshiping from their hearts. The yeah. others yeah. have just a practice learned stance. Mm-hmm. Right. Their hands are raised, good. but their hearts are not engaged.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. So
1: when we talk about worshiping God, our heart's involved, yes. right? Yes. You say, well, how do I know, Pastor Nancy, if I'm worshiping from my heart? Do you mean it? Right. Do you mean right. it? Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever in your life told somebody you love them? Mm-hmm. Family member, relative, sure. spouse, child, you say, I love you? Mm-hmm. Well... Did that come from your heart or not? Well, how do you know if it came from your heart or not? Did you mean it? Are you just saying something because uh, you think they want to hear it?
0: Right.
1: I would say we might find some of that more in, in young people's dating life, yeah, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. As they're learning really uh, what is, what is a, a right relationship or right. something. And somebody may say, I love you, not really mean it. They just like having a girlfriend or a boyfriend, right? right? right. And yeah. they think, well, that's what you say. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they might not have really meant it. But how do you know if you're, if you're saying something from your heart, if you mean it? Yes. And your heart's engaged. Yeah. Meaning your, your attention yeah. Your attention is involved. Amen. When your heart means it, your attention is there. Yes.
0: Amen.
1: So it does matter that when we worship, mm-hmm. that we mean it. Amen. Yeah. And when we worship and we mean it, yeah. I tell you what, faith is released. Yes. Yes. And faith, the power of God meets faith. Amen. 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 Uh, I want you to turn with me, if you would, to Second Chronicles and chapter 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20, and we're going to go to verse 14. We're going to read uh, just a, really several verses because I want you to see something here. Worship is a strategy
0: yes.
1: that will keep you in the victory seat mm-hmm. and in the victory flow. Amen. Uh, look at this in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 14, it reads, uh, and it talks about, well, let me set it up this way before I even say that further, is three enemy kings and nations came against God's people and they joined forces right. against God's people. God's people were outnumbered.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sadly outnumbered. Mm-hmm. And so word of this comes to the king. And um, so the king called for the people to come together to fast and to pray and seek God. And then it came, the spirit of the Lord came upon a prophet there in their midst. Mm -hmm. And in verse 15, uh, this is what he said. He said, hearken ye all ye Judah, Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem and thou King Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. Right. Yeah. Listen, you can look and see the circumstances right. can be large. Uh-huh. They can seem to outnumber right. you. Right. I tell you what, you might be outnumbered, but you're not outpowered. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And they were, they were greatly outnumbered. Yeah but they weren't outpowered. And God says, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude for the battle is not yours, but God's. Verse 16, he gave them the strategy. He said, tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz. So God is basically exposing the enemy's war strategies. Now notice God told his people, this battle is not yours, it's mine. Mm-hmm. But he told them where to go. Right. Notice, just because the battle is the Lord's and not theirs, they still have a part to play. Right. They still had to show up right. with their faith. Right. And uh, he told them where to go. And he said in verse 16, he said, they come up by the cliff of Ziz and you shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness. Look at verse 17. You shall not need to fight in this battle, but this is what, they don't have to fight, but look what it says. Set yourself. Stand ye still and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not. Now see, this is still their instruction of what they have to do. Fear not nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them for the Lord will be with you. So just because it's the Lord's battle doesn't mean you sit back inactive and doing nothing and sitting and just waiting for him to do something. Every miracle has your obedience involved with it. In verse 18, and Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. What was that? Worship. Yes. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. This was their response to what God told them to do. They haven't seen their victory yet play out before them yeah. they just heard what to do and they worship wow. because yeah. just knowing what God said to them equaled victory right. yeah. That's good. and they're worshiping yeah. him yeah. they took yeah. the stance of worship listen when you're faced with something take time to hear what God would say right. to you about it yeah. what scripture does he quicken to you what does he uh, what does he maybe direct you to do yeah. I tell you what his involvement is worthy of your worship. Amen. Amen. Verse 20. And it says, and they rose early in the morning and they went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, O Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Now notice, the night before is when God spoke to the people through the prophet of God and told them what God would do. They've since gone to bed. They've since had a lapse of time. When they come back the next morning, Jehoshaphat reminds them of what God said. Why? Because over time, people can get in that mental arena. People can start wondering. People can start questioning. They can slip back into thinking about their ability and forget what God said. So the king reminded them of what God says. In the face of your need, tell tell that need what God says. Tell that need what God says. Tell your mind what God says. Tell those around you what God said that are part of this victory. See, they couldn't just go down there mindlessly. They had to go down remembering what God said. They had to go down there believing what God said, holding to what God said. And he's going to give them something to do with their mouth because just you resting and letting God do the work doesn't mean that you're inactive. Amen. In verse 21, after he reminded the people of what God said, And when he had consulted with the people, Mm -hmm. see who consulted with him? The king consulted Uh with the people. Uh He appointed singers unto the Lord. And that should praise Mm -hmm. the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army Uh and to say praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. So the king appoints praisers to be up front. Uh-huh. Now, that doesn't seem like a really effective war strategy to just say, you know what? Those with weapons will be back here, but those with words will be up front. Uh-huh. Not just any words,
0: right.
1: praise words. Yes. Yes.
0: Praise words. Yes.
1: And he did Very not leave right. any of those praisers to come up with on their own, what their praise words would be. He told them what appropriate praise words are. You know, we can't just come up with our own words that come out of our soul and just say, well, I'll say anything and God receives my worship. Well, it needs to be in line with his word. Worship words reflect the word. Praise words have to be in line with the word of God. It's not just words of feelings words of desperation. Words that are in line with the Word of God. And so the king gave them, this is what you're to say. Uh Why? Because those praisers are up front. Mm -hmm. They're going to see the enemy first. And when you see the enemy, you you better already know what you're going to say. So that what you see of the enemy doesn't change what you say. So he said to them, you say this, praise the Lord Mm -hmm. for his mercy endureth forever. When you're facing a war, a battle like these, think about it. Would that seem like enough? Mm -hmm. Would it seem like enough? Well, the enemy will try to get you to say or think when you're worshiping in the face of maybe a terminal disease, maybe you're in in a situation where it looks like financially you're going to lose mm-hmm. some things. You're going under financially. Yeah. And you hear this instruction and the devil say, that's not going to work in your situation. That's yeah. not enough for your situation. Yeah. If this was enough for a nation oh, in the yes. face of a war, oh,
0: that's good. Yeah, come
1: it's on. not only enough for a nation, it's Amen. enough for anyone yeah. who believes. Right. It's, good. it's enough for your situation. Yeah. Amen. This is all they're saying. They're not going down. They're not not talking about the enemy. They're not talking about the threats. They're not talking about how small their numbers are compared to the enemy's numbers. They're not talking about what they feel. They're talking the words assigned to them to say. The Word of God assigns us our words to say. Don't come up with any of your own. (laughs) Take the words from the Word and say them and he told him, say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. We don't know how many praisers there were, but can you imagine the sound? A great sound. Praise the Lord. They're bringing, they're putting God. When you put praise in front, you're putting God in front. You understand that when you're putting praise in front, Uh you're putting God in front. They're putting him in the front ranks. They're not putting the enemies, their own inabilities in the front ranks uh, before their enemies. And uh, they were to remember. God God already told them, the battle is not yours, it's God's. That's how they can say praise the Lord in the face of the enemy because they've already heard the outcome. The battle was the Lord's, but they still had to show up with praise words, words that had faith in them. They had to show up to do their part, faith and obedience is our part. Power is God's part, but faith and obedience is our part. Uh So we can't say I'm in faith, but not showing up with our faith, not showing up with our praise, not showing up with our words. We have to show up and not just say, oh, it's all in God's hands. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Lord. In verse 17, it says this, God told him, you shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand, look at this, stand ye still and see the salvation of the Lord with you. Do not fear, nor be dismayed. So they did have a role to play, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. They had to show up. Yep. They had to not try to fight what God didn't tell them to fight. They didn't try to put their, their uh, most skilled marksmen up front.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They had to set themselves. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They had to stand still. Mm-hmm. What's this? Don't be swayed. Don't you start looking at the enemy and take That's off and run. You stand right. still. Yeah. You yeah. face the enemy. Yes. Faith faces right. things. It doesn't yeah. act like opposition's not Wrong. there. Some think that faith means you act like it's not there. No, faith faces things and it refuses to be swayed by what it sees. The next thing he said, and see the salvation of the Lord that is with you. Then he gave him further instruction, fear not. You get into fear and you're not going to stand still. You're not going to set yourself right. And he said, don't be dismayed. Don't be overwhelmed. Don't feel like there's no help. There's no rescue. They were not to respond wrong. If they respond wrong, God could not fight for Uh, them. So he told them what right response looks like. Amen. Amen. So what was their part? Get up front with your praise. Put your praise in front of your problem. Put your praise in front of your need. Uh Amen. 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 Um, People who are up front see it first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. yeah, they see everything first—the right. good and the bad. Right. They see it all first. Yes. They were the first ones to see the enemy. Uh huh. Yeah. But they're also the first ones to see the enemy's defeat. <laughs> yeah. 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 Amen. Good. Amen. Yeah. Praisers are those. Now notice, he said he put the praisers up front, not just people who praise, uh-huh. people who are known as praisers. Right. Yeah. Now I want you to go back. Uh, looking with me, I want. It's so important that we see this. Verse twenty one, mm-hmm. it says, "And when he had talking about Jehoshaphat, right. King Jehoshaphat, mm-hmm. and when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers mm-hmm. unto the Lord."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why did he consult with the people? Mm. He's asking yeah. the people who are known for their praise life, yeah. who live as praisers. Mm-hmm. They don't just. They don't just imitate words. Yeah. Their Come lives. On. He's asking them. Come yeah. on. Who are the praisers? Amen.
0: That's good.
1: And he said, Oh, this 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 brother, yeah. he's all that. That's just part of his life. He's consecrated in that. Amen. This sister over here, yeah. praiser. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's why they consulted with the people. They, don't, they didn't just want anyone. They right. wanted someone skilled right. at praising because when you're skilled at praising, you're skilled at not being moved at what uh-huh. you see. You just yeah. keep praising. Right. Amen. Right. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
0: amen.
1: They would be the ones that would have the experience yeah. at seeing opposition and standing their ground. Yes. Else, yes. amen. Did you hear what I said? Amen. The praisers are those who are experienced uh-huh. in the face of opposition, uh-huh. still yes. knowing how to stand yes. their ground. Yes. Yes. And that's what Amen. he needed. Amen. Praisers were, were to magnify God's mercy, not their ability, that's good. but God's mercy. Yeah. Yeah. For it, the word tells us, it is of the Lord's mercies. Mm. We're not consumed. Right. Yes. Amen. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, <clears throat> we, we have to see this, that... Um, there was not one arrow fired, mm-hmm. shot off. There was not one sword yeah. gone forth. Wow. But the people were utterly destroyed, defeated. The enemy armies turned on one another yeah. and defeated one another. Yeah. And when God's people arrived and got there, all they saw was all their enemies dead and fallen to the ground. And then they run off after them, yeah. run them out. Yeah. And then they were left with all the treasure. Yeah. And it took them three days, yeah. three days, three days. Yeah. Three days. Yeah. Why? Because they put worship up front. When you put worship up front, you just put God up front. Yes. They, you put God in, your, in, in front of your need. You magnified Him. You brought Him on the scene. Now think of it. Not one sword raised. Not one arrow fired, not one man killed amen. on god 's side amen. in a nation Praise god. in a time of war yeah what's this tell us? Yeah, there is divine defense yeah. and divine yeah. victories yes. right. for those who will employ the worship amen. of God. Amen. Amen. amen you know there there are families, no doubt, watching who have people in the military right now. Do you know you can just worship God? Worship God. Oh, Father, I thank you for their victory. I thank you, Father, that they're not in harm's way because we put the Lord up front. We magnify Him. Amen. Amen. Don't get into fear in those situations. I said, don't get into fear in those situations, but employ your praise and employ your faith. Amen. The Lord will do the work when we allow Him to. Uh And our praising, our worshiping allows Him to work in our behalf. Now, if we're going to take the situation in our own hands, we limit Him. Mm -hmm. But how easy it is to say, praise the Lord for His mercy endureth forever. Healing mercies, financial mercies, delivering mercies. They belong to us. Amen. They're yes. all a flow of His mercy. Praise Those God. of you that are watching today and you may be saying, Pastor Nancy, uh, it looks like I'm outnumbered. Mm. You know what? You're not outpowered. Right. I said you're not outpowered. Amen. Amen. And your worship and praise of God will bring God. Him to the forefront yes. of your situation. Yes. Yes. Amen. And you say, well, how, how can it be? How can it be that this this... Huge situation in my life can be turned. Mm-hmm. How can it be that an entire nation rescued That's without lifting guess. one Amen. one weapon Amen. Amen. against their enemy? It doesn't have to make sense. Just do what the Word says. Amen. Amen. The Word tells us, His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. So I pray for those that are you that are watching and you say, it looks like I'm overwhelmed. I say, Satan, you take your hands off their lives. You take your hands off their bodies, off their minds. And we praise right now. We say, for the Lord is good. Say it with me. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. For the Lord Lord is good and and his mercy endures endures forever. forever. Hallelujah. The Lord's working for me. The Lord's working for you. The Lord's working in that situation. Amen. Well, we've been teaching out of our book on worship. We ask you, invite you, go ahead and get your copy of it. Go to DufresneMinistries.org and we'll send that right out to you. And until we see you next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you.
0: To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's book, A Supernatural Prayer Life, you will learn how prayer moves the plan of God forward. As we take time to pray in the Spirit, clarity of His plan for our lives comes. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Please join us for our annual Holy Ghost meetings in Marietta, California, January 6th through the 11th, 2023 with Nancy Dufresne. We are also excited to welcome Kenneth Copeland and Richard Roberts as our special guests.